The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. This is Hi-Fi Radio with Wolfgang Klein and Jack Hardell. Toronto's News, today's talk, 640 Toronto. Well, it's feeling a lot like Christmas, I shall say. Very seasonable, I think. Maybe even slightly uh, colder than normal. But it is the month of November still, December just around the corner. Ride program officially is on the streets, my friends. Do not drink and drive. Uber, Lyft, walk, I don't know, ski. Uh, just, just be good and uh, be safe. Uh, show about money. Uh, Jack and I, and I said to, to you this morning, Jack, um, we are here to service the rich. We're also here to service the poor. Uh, and I mean that sincerely. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, our average client would have somewhere between a half a million and a million dollars, actually well over a million bucks with us, but we do take cl- uh, clients on with have several hundred thousand. But if you have no money, you can still call us, and we will help you. We will get you started. Um, we have a client, uh, a 20-year-old client. Emily, our producer, I want you to listen to this. I think you're soon to be 20. Um, uh, 20-year-old client. And when that person was 16, uh, I said, let's get you on a little plan here, a savings plan. And an investment plan. So in 2019, they, uh, they you know, just through a collection of uh, birthday gifts and Christmas gifts and likes, had about $25,000, uh, began a part-time job, began saving um, $100 a month, and then their parent matched the $100 saving. So the child put 100 bucks a week in, the child matched it every week with another 100 bucks. And uh, I did a little financial plan for this person. And I said, you know, if you leave this alone, just by saving $200 a week, 100 from you and 100 from your parents, uh, if you do that for 40 years uh, at an 8% return, and by the way, the uh, S&P 500 over uh, a 40-year period has averaged a 10-plus percent return. So 8 is actually a very conservative number for long-term, and I mean decade, decade-long broad market-based investors. 8% return, 40 years, $800 a month savings, the bottom line number. $3.5 million estimated. Um, so what I like to do with plans, with financial plans, is I like to do a stop and check, you know, every now and then, every couple of years. Are you on plan? Are you behind plan? Are you ahead of plan? Because plans are nothing but a forecast of uh, an investment rate of return in a savings plan. And what usually happens is that the, the, the person that falls down first is usually the, the, the saver. They stop saving for whatever reason. If you consistently save, you should get an average return and you know, give or take. Uh, and again, we use the 8% number. Long and short, I did a stop check. Where are you at after four years? Ahead of plan. Compounder returned 12% versus the eight predicted. This 20-year-old now has $78,000, Emily. A 20-year-old with $78,000. They continue on that program. They'll be soon at 100, followed by 200, followed by 400. In 40 years, when that, when that person is 60, they'd have three and a half million dollars, probably, in fact, more. So uh, you got to start young and you got to save, my good friends, and just invest in boring, broad-based things, ETFs, mutual funds, I don't care, just get invested in quality, boring, long-term. And Jack, you, you noticed the point, the, the graph. Remember the graph in the, in the financial plan? You said, well, if I find this very interesting. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. So we'll so, talk so about so that. what yeah. you see there is the savings plan, just like you talked about. Most people won't commit to that because it's boring. You know what it is, Wolf? It's linear. Linear is boring. <laughs> it is, absolutely. <laughs> You're right. And, and in with the financial plan, it's linear as well. And then the compounding starts to take effect, right? Yeah, and, the savings. And that, that part is exponential. So well, the, the first couple is linear, but, yeah. but the, the investment, the, the, the businesses you buy aren't linear. Right, so that's my point. So, But initially, 
the earnings at 10%, it's relatively linear, but throughout the plan, it becomes exponential. People can't think long-term. They're always, always, always looking for a quick fix. And I think that's when our next guest is actually going to jump in here quite good because they're looking for crypto. They're looking for something that'll have an immediate impact on their financial plan. And typically those things aren't the quick fix that you're looking for. They end up going the wrong way. Whereas the savings plan, the dollar cost averaging that our clients are doing, following plans, sticking with plan, thinking long-term, buying good businesses, all of that stuff is boring initially, but it's uh, very exciting in the end. <laughs> well, it, it truly is. It truly is. You know, I, I, I explained to this client, I said, you're planting a bunch of acorns. Every year, every time you buy something, you're planting an acorn. Acorns turn into big oak trees, uh, hardwood that stands for hundreds of years. Uh, and ironically, uh, I have a big oak tree in my backyard, Jack. I hate the damn thing because it drops too many darn acorns now. This, they they, they hit you in the head. They hurt. Oh, boy. But, but we do say part of that plan, though, too, Wolf. Dollar cost averaging uh, takes about one of the, uh, the the biggest uncertainties out of the market. We have clients that save on their own throughout the year and then say, okay, now where am I, I going to put this $100,000? I'm going to try and time the market. And then they never actually put it into the market. Yep. As opposed to if you automate the process, yep. it takes the thinking out of it and allows the compounding magic to work it's, for you. It's the exact, exact opposite of paying off your mortgage. Your mortgage is a forced monthly payment, which is a forced monthly equity build. And that's why people make, one of the reasons why people make money in real estate. Long-term thinking, every month they pay off a little bit of it. Uh, and in 25, 30, 40 years, FAMO is worth a lot of money. I, I just, we see this over and over and over again. And it's remarkable, you know, when we have clients who are selling their family home after 50 years in that family home, and they recall what they paid for that family home, i.e., I paid $10,000 for this home in Toronto. It's now worth $800,000 in 50 years. The same can apply, be applied to their RSP uh, the equity build. Um, again, we are here to help the rich. We are here to help the poor. Uh, we are here because, well, both Jack and I are people of the people. Uh, and I am Jack, and I'm, I'm very pleased that the team, I have to do a little self-promotion because I think it matters. And it demonstrates really uh, the work that we bring to the table, uh, both you and I and our team members and this radio show, because uh, the show is all about learning. You and I learn as we produce this show, and hopefully our guests learn something as well. We're here for the rich, we're here for the poor. Um, and again, it's just nice to see someone like Warren Buffett donate a small eight hundred million dollars of stock to his family's uh, foundation this year uh we're 800 million dollars that man has is donating this year and over the course of his uh life jack you're expecting him to donate upwards of 95 percent of his hundred and six billion dollars in net worth well he's already given a lot away as well Wolf. right you have to remind, rem remember that so mm -hmm. yeah it's part of the giving pledge and not only is he doing it himself he's encouraging other wealthy a billionaire Americans to do the same with the Giving Pledge. Well, again, another tip for, for Torontonians, you're not going to drink and drive, but here's, here's something else I really would like you to do, and I just began doing it. It's actually fun, and I feel really engaged, and it, it does allow me to remain uh, a member of the people I think, I think is very, very important in life, to remain humble and uh, respectful. Uh, can't stress these points enough. Do unto others, in other words. But uh, I, know, I know a few people, Jack, in Toronto who have their favorite homeless person, uh, and they almost befriend these people. Uh, well, I found one down on Lakeshore Boulevard, uh, uh, just heading on to York Street. Uh, there's a fellow, and I, I saw him with his Tim Hortons cup yelling at the world, it's gone crazy, crazy, something in the milk. It's something in the milk. It, it, it happened before, I've seen it, and it's happening again. So, so I said to him, because I, I was just putting on a pair of socks one morning, I found a few woolly socks I didn't really want to ever wear again, so I put them in my car seat. And I said, sir, would you like a couple of pair of socks? Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And he said, you know, things are crazy. They're crazy out there. Have a nice day, my friend. I saw him the next day, and I had two more pair of socks. And I said, friend, how are you? Oh, good, good. I said, 
Uh, we'd like a pair of socks. You know, the ones you gave me were too thick. I need bigger shoes. I said, well, I got a couple thinner pair. Oh, that could be good. I walked to Niagara Falls twice, barefoot. Stuff got on my feet. I didn't like it. Didn't like it. No, 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 no. I had something, something going on around here, he says to me. Well, the, day, the next day I saw him in the afternoon, Jack, playing a flute underneath the Gardner Expressway. Playing a flute with his coffee cup in hand. So that's interesting. So this morning, uh, driving to work, there he was again, holding his flute, having a smoke. And I said, play your flute. And he started playing his flute. He's a wonderful piper. Very nice. And then he stopped. He said, spit her with a belly of beer. I said, well, that's, I don't necessarily recommend that to you. But like, thanks for playing the flute. Here's five bucks, but don't buy any beer with it. No, no, it's true. Libation's good for music. Got to have some libations in there to make it sound good. I said, my friend, my friend, my friend. But anyways, friends at home. Uh, with the homeless, for the most part, I, I, don't, I don't support giving cash to them directly because we know it's probably not going to end up in a, in a good direction. Socks, gloves, hats, warm clothes, a pair of shoes that are still decent. That, put them in your car, and so when a person is, it, it reaches their hand out for some money, give them some clothing at least. It's going to be cold in this city for the next six months. Uh, and again, if you're just starting out in a savings plan, reach out to Jack, and I will help you get started. We may not be your advisor per se. I can't so open up an account for you, uh, but we can help you. And I'm more than willing to help anyone who reaches out to Jack and I because, again, from rich to poor, we want to help them all. We really, really do. Um, my friends... Part of help is, well, sort of like putting a seatbelt on when you get into a car. Uh, safety checks. And I know if you're in the working community, uh, every three months your, your employer is probably saying you have to do a cybersecurity uh, exam. Uh, obviously, a harassment exam is now part of the, the popular mantra as well. So you got to keep up with changes. Uh, and technology, of course, allows for uh, a speedy uh, fraud to take place. Big story, of course, in crypto in the last couple of days was a company called FTX. It was a trading platform. Uh, company's basically frozen and uh, allegedly over a billion dollars in crypto assets lost. A billion dollars. Uh, David Milosevic, he's a fraud lawyer. Uh, he's been on the show before. He's obviously associate fraud examiner, a C- an ACFE. Um, great guy. Um, obviously, obviously, educated Osgood Hall. Went to McGill. Uh, BA and, and a lawyer. Uh, D- David, uh, thank you for joining us. Appreciate your time. Fraud is dangerous, and I don't want any of our listeners uh, just to become a victim to a fraud. Uh, let's start with crypto. Uh, are, you, are you pick up any cases in uh, in crypto? Uh, disgruntled customers who lost their money. Yeah. Good morning, Wolf. Jack. Good to be with you guys again. Um, yeah, we're seeing a lot of crypto. I'm getting a lot of calls coming in the office, and the crypto scams are getting uh, quite sophisticated. Um, one that I've seen, I've had a few clients come in uh, recently and just wiped out, life savings gone. And oh. it, starts, uh, it starts with uh, really just kind of innocuous hook. They get a WhatsApp message or a text message that's misdirected. Hey, Jack, how you doing this morning? It's not meant for Jack. It's meant for Bob. But they answer it. Oh, you got the wrong number. And the person uses that to hook them into a conversation. And the conversation starts soon. They start telling them how they're making tons of money in crypto. And I'll teach you how to do it. And these are, you know, naive people. They don't really know. They're not investors. And the person says, don't worry, I'll walk you through it. Log on to this website. And what the fraudsters have done is they've created spoofs, mirrors of legitimate cryptocurrency trading platforms, Coinbase, Crypto.com. But if you look closely at the IP address, it's in some foreign jurisdiction. And so they hook the people in and they'll do a 
couple of legitimate transactions with them. And then they'll start getting them to borrow money, do more, and they're going to put money into this website. And the fraudster transfers it to a bank, bank account offshore. It's gone. Uh, I had a guy call me the other day, retired guy, sent $600,000, entire savings, through a fraudulent website. It's now gone. And he asked me, what can you do for me? And the short answer is, in those situations, not much. David Milosevic, Milosevic and Associate, fraud lawyer. Uh, my friends, it's a jungle out there. The show's Hi-Fi Radio. We're here to help you protect yourself, protect your wallet. And, of course, we are here for the people, rich or poor. Uh, please, stay tuned. We're going to take a quick break. Get back with David Milosevic, fraud lawyer, uh, right after this. Let's take a break. Wolf and Jack will continue their in-depth discussion about money. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Oh, Joe Strummer, indeed. So much fun to see. If you ever had a chance, uh, you know what I'm talking about. It'll clash. Actually, you want to count these favorite bands? Sandinista. That was a record she loves so very, very much. Very talented band. Diverse, diverse, diverse music, indeed. Ahead of their times. Uh, yep, my good old Mar- friend Martin Streak. That was one of his favorite bands. Uh, Martin, of course, used to work out of this very house here at Chorus Entertainment. Uh, it's a pleasure to be with you, my friends. Uh, fraud. Uh, it's just awful. Uh, it's embarrassing. Um, it's disheartening. It's discouraging. Uh, it's criminal. It's wrong. Uh, and it is proliferating uh, uh, through technology. It's frightening. Uh, you, you made a good point, uh, David. Uh, David Milosevic is joining us. He's a fraud lawyer with Milosevic and Associates. You made a very, very good point. The Internet Protocol address speaks volumes. Uh, correct? Oh, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, double check. Uh, .ca.com for the legitimate uh, crypto trading platforms. Uh, the ones that we're seeing that are fraudulent are based in Burma, um, some in Hong Kong, uh, generally Far Eastern addresses is what we're seeing. I mean, they could be from anywhere in the world, but we're seeing a lot of Far Eastern addresses on the spoof sites uh, that are being used to dupe, uh, dupe customers and investors. Just another thing there, David, you, you talk about the $600,000 being lost by crypto investors. Again, we talked about financial plans right at the top of the show. These are People do have to be held accountable as well. And I, like I said, you're looking for get-rich-quick schemes here. That's what people are looking for, and it really doesn't work. There is no quick fix for a financial plan. So uh, I would say discipline, regular savings, those are key fundamental things, and managing risk, managing risk, and that's what we do for our clients. So um, you know, it's very unfortunate when fraud does take place. Um, the other point that I would make is often these characters are reaching out to you. What other ways are people reaching out to you that you need to be aware of? Because if I go to coinbase.com, I know that I'm going to the, the correct website. But when someone reaches out to me and pushes a website, that's a little suspicious. So how else, are, how else are these people engaging um, people for fraudulent activity? Oh, it's a good point, Jack, what you said. It's, uh, there's a lot of the psychology of the quick fix, right? And so on these crypto scams, what we're seeing is that people are being shown returns of 
25% a month, 50%, double your money. Uh, so there's the psychology of the person who's being attracted to the quick fix that's making them ripe to be exploited. Um, and similarly, people are reaching out, as you ask, well, how are they reaching out? Generally, this is all happening by text message now, right? Like 20 years ago, it was your home phone that was the conduit to get to you. Now it's what you got in your pocket with you every day, your cell phone, and they're sending texts. And it's also psychologically, especially for some of the older people who are falling for these scams. I know a family friend fell for one soon, uh, fell for one recently, and what was it? He got a text, oh, your Amazon re- uh, refund has been processed, click here. And when you click, it directs you to a site where they can fish for your material, for your information, get your bank account information. And for a lot of these people, it's like psychological as well. Right now, with the inflation going up, older folks on a fixed income, uh, they get potentially $200 coming back to them. Suddenly, it's a lifeline. You're not going to have to go borrow on your credit card. Um, you're not going to be short that month. You suddenly have $200 you didn't think about. And psychologically, you're vulnerable. You click on it. And that's how they're getting to people, and they're really targeting them well. The targeting is very sophisticated. It's the most sophisticated marketing you've seen. They know who they're going for. They move with the news. Something happens in the news, they're ready to go oh, on Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, well, they did with they did over COVID, too, right? When people were locked oh. in their homes, they had lots of scams around that as well. But, tons, uh, tons. Elderly have always been targeted. We know that. They are, are vulnerable. They have fixed incomes. Um, Wolfgang and I were just talking in the office this week, though. Uh, kids have cell phones now. Our kids, our kids, no, but are kids being targeted? And, and are there opportunities for fraudulent activity oh. there? Because honestly, you, the, the amount of screen time that kids have on phones is... Scary. It's, yeah, it's, it's Scary. challenging. It's, difficult. it's very bad. And there are. I mean, uh, these uh, text messages tend to be indiscriminate, right? So the fraudsters don't necessarily know who is a kid or who's older. Um, mm. Some of the more sophisticated fraud groups, what they do is they sell lists to each other uh, of people who meet a particular demographic. So these these fraudsters, they'll target specific demographics, seniors, whatnot. Uh, I mean, the worst are the ones who sell lists of people who've already been defrauded. So they'll hit them a second time with recovery scams. Hey, you know, you've been defrauded and pay us this amount, we'll get your money back. So we're seeing that a lot with the crypto space, the people who've been hit with the crypto losses, their names are then sold to other fraudsters who hit them with fake recovery scams. Oh my! I do. I, I do have to ask you. Um, I just got the call again. A one duck cleaning. Are they legit? Does um, anyone know? I get. They have been calling me for years. A one so duck I'm cleaning services. Comment, I'm not going to comment on that specific company, but I'll tell you. Uh, I had uh, I, and the RCMP and I uh, have been communicating on it to see what we can do about it as a class action. Uh, there are companies that are going around selling uh, home equipment, including duct cleaning, and you sign up for it, and they use it as authorization to put a lien on your home. So you'll sign a contract that's for about $10,000. They're going to use that to put a lien on your home for 100 and then squeeze you to try to pay, get you to pay out that lien, get a mortgage to pay them out. They've been getting hundreds and thousands of people, uh, not hundreds of thousands, hundreds and thousands of people across Ontario for the past couple of years now. There are a couple of companies that are doing it. Do not sign up at, for anything at your door. Wow. Again, that, that, that goes back to, Wolf, are they approaching you or are you approaching them? Are you calling someone because you need a duct cleaning service or whatever service that you know David's talking about here? Or are they coming to you and pitching you a product that maybe you don't necessarily need? See, but this is the problem with greed. Uh, and I, I just had a debate with a friend of mine. I was just, you know, uh, speaking uh, uh, 
comically, I shall say. But, uh, you know, the old um, greed is good. <laughs> greed is good. Uh, Michael Douglas. Yep. Uh, yeah, Wall Street. Was it, was it, one of them was it? Uh, was it, was it, Wall it was just called Wall Street. Gordon greed, Gordon Gecko. Greed is good. <laughs> but, you know, and again, uh, being a man who, who believes very much in philanthropy, philanthropy means pulling out your checkbook and giving someone your money. Uh, money can be the root of much good. Okay. Uh, of course, the biblical says money is the root of all evil. I say, well, let, let's flip stuff around in life, and money is the root of all good. Um, uh, but greed, uh, when it comes to fraud, what degree of for lack of a better word, decision-making is based on greed. I think it's a huge component for, the, for these fraudsters. This pre- and you spoke about it at the very beginning of the whole conversation, speaking about how much of it is greed-motivated. Uh, and I think it might be 75 80%. So if you can somehow just control greed uh, and, and, and try to be boring, uh, you'll be I, so I much right. better off. I, I think you're right. Well, for the larger frauds, Wolf, that I see, and by large, you know, 100 grand plus that people are losing, uh, for the larger frauds, it's pretty much exclusively greed-based returns that are just too good to be true, and people fall for it. For the smaller ones, the the ones where they're really targeting mass tax, they're grabbing a couple hundred dollars at a time from people, yep. uh, those are really just not being very careful. Sloppy to this piece. Yeah, sloppy. I guess well, that, that makes good it's sense. It's greed and it's desperation, right? So the, the large payouts yep. are greed. Whereas the you know I need I need well and I need a two hundred dollar extra month to pay my utilities that's the desperation and the environment that we're in right now because of inflation makes it that much more challenging for people on fixed incomes but I would say the solution to the problem or one of the solutions we talked about it in the previous uh, segment do a financial plan do a financial plan think long term don't be greedy put money away regularly and you will be fine. From the desperation point, guys like Wolf and Jack, and uh, that's how you do it. You don't go for these quick, uh, quick, rich schemes. They're just gonna. And and then at the end of it all, Wolf, you get that exponential growth, which our clients are experiencing once they've built that tree. And then you can give away. You talk about Warren Buffett giving a billion dollars away this year. That's what you do with philanthropy once you've once you've accumulated wealth. So, David, uh, just in interest of time, I want to now come back to you because it's interesting. You're a fraud lawyer, but more often than not, you hear these cases. Well, too late to call me. Nothing I can do. The money is now in Bermuda. Uh, so when can you add value in this equation as a lawyer? Because so, obviously you're hired and you're able to build a case around certain situations to have a positive outcome or you wouldn't be in business. Yeah, the problem is, Wolf, uh, it's only if it's large enough. I have a one crypto one right now. The person was scammed for about five and a half million oh. there. Uh, it makes sense to do some of the tracing work that's required to try to unravel the things, seize bank accounts, get injunctions. I mean, we're talking a lot of money and legal fees to try to unravel. But will, sorry, will you be able to recover some of that, do you think? Or is it other countries? This one, uh, this one, fortunately, the fraudster, they thought they had hidden themselves behind uh, a VPN, uh, a fake, uh, well, a, a, a cloaked uh, IP address, and we were able to get disclosure of it. And based on that, we got some credit card information. Based on that, we got real estate information, and we found two houses that were purchased here in Canada that we can seize. Uh, that took, as you can imagine, the amount of detective work uh, to get that. So in those situations, um, but I do a lot of frauds right now. I just started a case last week for 60 people who were defrauded by their investment advisor, something that happens uh, with guys like you. That's why people should be going to you guys, someone who's trustworthy. But there's some people out there who aren't. And so in those kind of situations, it makes sense to retain me because there we can actually do something. Um, but the crypto scams, those are next to impossible unless the amounts are really large. You know, it's incredible because, again, in a bear market, as Warren Buffett put it, when the tide goes out, you find out who's been swimming naked. Uh, fraudsters can hide 
for a period of time. But my friend put it to me best, so Wolf, uh, I'm not a religious man, I believe in the church of money, and the church of money ultimately keeps people honest, because when money's involved, any owner of that money will be paying attention at some point to the validity of their position in it, be it the auditors, the accountants, the shareholders, it will come to surface sooner rather than later. And it, it just seems that all this bad stuff percolates quickest during a bear market. You're right about that, and a lot is coming out right now. So for your listeners, be careful, and it's what Jack said. If someone's approaching you, be skeptical. If you're reaching out for the services and doing your research, that's a different matter, and they're getting to you through your cell phone. If it's coming through your cell phone, you haven't asked for it, ask questions. David, David, tell me about the blockchain, because the blockchain, the ledger, things are supposed to be permanent on the blockchain. So with crypto, that's, again, to say the framework that it, it runs on. Can you not trace through blockchain, through the ledger, to find out where the, these crypto assets are going, whether it's Ether or Bitcoin or whatever whatever coin that they're using? Yeah, you can trace. Uh, well, I mean, it, it's di different with Ethereum as it is uh, as uh, Bitcoin. So technically, the tracing aspect is different through each. Uh, tracing blockchain transactions, for sure you do it, but what do you trace in the blockchain uh, chain transaction? You're tracing the address and the uh, blockchain identifier, and you can trace that through. But what if someone then has rece received that and they put it into what's it, right? cold wallet? So they take it off a network, they put it into a so-called cold wallet, which is just like a USB in your pocket. Uh, the tracing is dead. It's gone at that point. There's the, the chain is broken and you're not going to trace that again. When they reinsert it and try to upload it somewhere, yeah, you can trace it again. But that exercise of being on the alert for when it's next going to be uploaded um, I mean, just the, the man hours involved in trying to do that makes it practically uh, impossible. That's interesting. So you take the, the, the crypto off the network, you put it into what you call was a cold wallet on your USB in your pocket. Now it's no longer traceable. They also take it to jurisdictions that you probably can't enforce either. And put it back on the network. That's very yeah, interesting. That's right. hey, hey, you, go ahead, Scott. No, the, yeah. the David, we actually unfortunately are out of time. Uh, David Milosevic, uh, fraud lawyer, uh, right here in Toronto. If, you, if you're sniffing fraud, if there's any smoke around you, my friends, uh, don't hesitate to give David a call. Tell him you're a friend of ours. He'll chat with you. Uh, and uh, I hope it's, it's not serious, but if it is, all the more reason to speak to him. Uh, David Milosevic, lawyer, Milosevic and Associates. Much appreciate your time. Jack, who's our next guest? Oh, yes. Youth Employment Services. Uh, this is powerful. This is all part of helping people rise from the depths of despair uh, and getting the youth gainfully employed, primarily uh, street youth, uh, getting them back integrated into society. Uh, it's a wonderful charity. Uh, I can't wait to uh, get engaged with them right here on Hi-Fi Radio. It's a show for the rich. It's a show for the poor. Jack and I, people of the, well, yeah, people of the people. Uh, men of the people, I shall say. Uh, indeed. Quick break, get right back to Hi-Fi Radio. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. There's more Hi-Fi Radio in a moment on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. He's five foot two, and he's six feet four. He fights with missiles and with spears. He's only 31, and he's only 17. He's been a soldier for a thousand years. 
Welcome back, my friends. Buffy St. Marie, just saw a great documentary on her on uh, PBS. Uh, Canadian native um, who was uh, well, basically taken from her home, as was my brother, and uh, put into the system. She survived and she became an, an iconic folk singer. Uh, moved to America, was raised by a white family, and uh, uh, her mother drove her to success and helped her with her ambitions, uh, which she had many. Uh, that song was covered by 157 fans, and yet Buffy was was not a business person and does not have a lot of money. My wife Googled her. Her net worth is about $3 million. Uh, one, of, one of the finest Canadian performers ever. Um, rose up from hardship, I shall say. Uh, a leader. A remarkable, remarkable lady. You want to watch that? Uh, it's on PBS if you can find it. Uh, uh, the Life of Buffy St. Marie. Uh, I cue that piece of music up for you, my good friends, because um, I'm delighted to share... A uh, great guest, a uh, great organization. Timothy Lang uh, is joining us. Uh, he's the president and chief executive officer from uh, an organization called Youth Employment Services. Uh, their acronym is YES, uh, Youth Employment Services. It's a nice descriptive name. They, they help youth find work. And uh, notably, uh, underprivileged youth that uh, uh, need some extra help because they can't find it uh, within their own uh, network. Uh, Timothy, I want to thank you very much for joining us. Um, your uh, uh, compadres <laughs> flooded my office. It was a wonderful gathering. Uh, three of your people showed up in my office and uh, uh, were speaking about um, uh, uh, do donation funds and, and how to uh, better raise money with, with high net worth people for your organization. Uh, and I quickly got in, engaged in a great, great conversation as to how great your organization is, mm -hmm. how important your organization is to the, the well-being of society, the economy, the spirits of, of it all. It, it's a beautiful what you guys do, and you help thank kids you. find work. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for joining us. And uh, so maybe give us a quick history uh, of Youth Employment Service. I'm not going to use the acronym as much. I just think the descriptive name is better. Uh, but yes, uh, yes. <laughs> Describe to yeah. me, yes, uh, the objective, and how can we help you achieve your objective, please? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first of all, thanks so much for seeing my, you know, my team uh, your organization is one of the, the leaders in the donor advised fund, so that's why they, they found you, and we're so pleased that you were so helpful and, and you know leading to this because uh, uh, public recognition is an important not only for donors but also for youth because we've got we serve tens of thousands of youth each year, mostly barriered and disadvantaged youth. But surprisingly, even though we're a free organization and even uh, even um, pay some of the uh, youth that are in our programs because some of them need to put food on the table. Um, a lot of them don't know about us, so any kind of recognition uh, is important. So, you know, anyone listening, please pass it along to anyone who's looking for work. Contact Youth Employment Services or yes, we're Google us. We're the number one uh, search that comes up. Now, having said that, yeah, I'm very proud of the organization. We've been around since 1968. We're Canada's leader in the field. And what we in some do is we will take any youth um, and give them the employment skills, the employment training, but also the life skills that they need to be successful in employment. And then we work with thousands of businesses and place them into employment with a 90% success rate. We're the best in, in Canada, which I think resonates here because, you know, you and your show are about showing impact and results. And we've got the, you know, we're the best in results, 90% and, and a huge impact and really change lives all the time. Well, again, Jack and I are big supporters of Covenant House. Uh, the sleep out just took place and we support as best as we could. Raised some money for it. I didn't sleep out this year, but I did raise uh, thousands of dollars um, very easily, by the way. Uh, and I'm proud of that because uh, I, I know people have money and they're happy to support good causes but yeah we can get the child off the street we can house them we can clean them up we can feed them 
But again, Covenant House is temporary. Mm-hmm. It's temporary shelter. And the objective, if you come into going to Covenant House, is to better yourself. They will help you better yourself. But they will connect connect you from Covenant House over to your organization. There's a lot of cross pollination going on, yeah. and it's the next step off the street into a warm, safe environment, and then ultimately self-sufficient, which means education and it means employment. And again, Jack and I, we want people to become wealthy, but you have to be working to save. And that's where it begins. And I've always said, even a homeless person who saved five bucks a day can accumulate hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of 40 years, but that's not really what we're trying to do. I want people to be able to save thousands of dollars a month, which is doable, uh, and to do so you need to be educated and employed. And you play such a key role, 10,000 plus people, youth that you work with each and every year. Jack, is that not absolutely remarkable? Yeah, and you're you're teaching them these life skills, which is absolutely huge. Um, Throughout COVID, obviously things have changed a lot and coming through COVID, um, a lot of checks arriving in the mail for youth. How did that? How did that actually change? I'm going to say your perspective clients because I find that youth maybe is not that motivated to work right now. Yeah, no, good, good question. I mean, first let me say, Wolfgang, I, I really appreciate you. The work with Covenant House by coincidence, my sister Amanda Lang is chair of the board right now, and uh, she and my other sister slept out uh, this year. I, as well, I, no, so. I, I, I quote unquote slept with Amanda last year uh, <laughs> <laughs> during Covenant. Like, last year, I was actually out of country. Uh, I was at a beautiful resort, but rather than sleeping in my beautiful, comfy bed, I slept actually outside. And just as I was dozing off, the darn irrigation system went off and (laughs) soaked me. I was not a happy guy. And again, please, first world problems I have. I I seek no pity. But empathy. Empathy. Yeah, and and we work with Covenant House, and and you're absolutely right. I mean, employment is everything uh, from a mental health perspective, from a personal prosperity perspective. and, And again, we know that um, you know, wealth is not a zero-sum game. The more wealthy people, the more people that are doing well, it helps everyone. Um, and so I'm very proud of what we do to take people. And and, um, and as you mentioned, Covenant House is an amazing organization. They do some training, but, you know, they, they help them at that moment. We, you know, the old adage is teach them to fish. And... You, Hey, Jack, that, that, isn't that what I said? Today we're going to do Jesus' work. We were gonna, <laughs> no, but it's true. And again, I'm not a religious guy. But the teachings of yeah. the great ones, Jesus Christ included, are, is what we all follow. All religions follow the same stuff. Yeah. It's a four-letter word. Yeah, no, that's right. It starts with L. Yeah. It ends in E. Yeah. Jack, do you want a vowel? Take the O. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants a V? Love. Yeah, no, Hi-Fi Radio, my friends. Yes, it is a show of love. Maybe it's that Buffy St. Marie, hey? The, the, the hippies of the 60s and hanging out of Yorkville. Oh, I wish I was part of that scene. That was fun. I came, I came around about 10 years later during the funk and disco era, baby. Indeed, I can take a quick break and get right back to uh, Timothy Lang. Um, yes, youth employment services. Uh, what I want to speak to you after the break is some kids who do drop out of school but are entrepreneurial. You can help set them up. That's very, very motivating. Uh, stay tuned, folks. Uh, we'll get right back to the show about money. Want to make more money? Stay tuned for more Hi-Fi Radio on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment.
Welcome back, my friends. That's a great organization, too. Again, for the people. Uh, so you enjoyed Universal Soldier, Tim? Yeah, no, the lyrics were uh, were great. Yeah, Buffy St. Marie, uh, she described that song, uh, and she basically was talking about, you know, who is responsible for war? Do you blame the soldier with the gun uh, for shooting the enemy? Uh, do you blame the politician? Do you blame the general? And she said, it's all of us. We are all responsible. And I'm going to parlay that into homelessness. I'm going to parlay that to the underprivileged. I'm going to parlay that into people who just fell into some bad luck. Who's responsible for them? And it's funny, you know, we talk about charity on social media. You know, people often respond, yeah, we have to do something about that. I said, yes, we do. I have to do something about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what Buffy is all about. We're all responsible. Uh, it's just beautiful to see what your organization does, Youth Employment Services. Uh, obviously, I want to see, we, hopefully we can help you raise some money and raise some awareness uh, on Hi-Fi Radio and the, the show's podcast as well, so people can grab the podcast. It'll live forever. Mm-hmm. And I hope your firm, or I hope it lives forever. Uh, teach a man to fish uh, and you feed him for life. It's as simple as yeah. that. So uh, let's move forward here. You're, you're, you're primarily government subsidized. It, it takes about $15 million for you to keep your doors open each and every year, from what I understand, approximate numbers. Uh, I know Covenant House, the, the Toronto location, Jack, it requires them about $30 million to keep their, $30 million to keep their door open. And again, they service thousands of youth a year. But there, there's a price to pay for, but there's also a beautiful outcome and a benefit to it all. And your success rate is fabulous. Uh, but the, the, the uh, donor-sponsored funds uh, are obviously a lot of, lot of improvement to, to be had. I think about $2 million of your money comes from charity mm-hmm. or from, from donations. And I think that should be increased. So I, what I want to start with, Tim, is I, want to share, I want to give you a couple of ideas that you can take back home and share with your people as to how can you donate, obviously with money. Uh, but again, I always said homeless people, don't give them cash. It's not really a good use of that money. First thing you can do is pick a charity and just, just start with Youth Employment Services. You can write them a check and do so before December 31st. And you'll get yourself a charitable donation receipt, which you can then use on your tax return. And if you donate, I think, Jack, it's 2500 bucks a year or more than that. You basically can get up to the maximum tax bracket. So if you give large, you actually get large back. Basically, 50 cents on the dollar, you, approximately 50 cents on the dollar you get back. Donate 1000 you'll get back about 500 But how about this? How about if you own some oil stock this year, Canadian investors? Hey, you own some Suncor, some CNQ. If you're investors with us, you'd own those names. You could call us up and say, Jack, can you please take out a few shares of CNQ where you're up, what, 50% on it this year? And I want to donate that to, uh, yes, the charity you were talking about. Now the charity gets the full market value for the security. You get the full deduction for that security, and you don't have to pay the tax man. Well, that's good, isn't it? I think that's good. That's good advice. The other thing you can do is around life insurance. You can donate life insurance. Two ways you can do that. You can donate the policy, and basically at, at your death, um, they receive the full uh, uh, face value of the policy. People do that all the time, donate uh, life insurance policies. Your deduction, you can either choose between the monthly premium you're paying to deduct or at the estate level, when you do pass away, the full charitable contribution gets to be deducted from your estate value. Again, saving tax. And Jack, isn't that what you said? One of the reasons why Americans donate so much money. And again, I want these people to donate money to yes right now. That's really what it's all about. But <laughs> Americans donate money, Buffett included, because they want to save Tax. Well, they have an estate. That's okay. They have an estate tax in the U.S. and sure. we don't. So yeah, they're doing. They're looking at the resources that they have and finding the most efficient way to make contributions. So if you have, you know, shares that have capital gains, maybe that's the most efficient way for you to do it. If you're looking to make a dar- a large donation at the estate level, insurance makes a lot of sense. And then from year to year, we always talk about it. Cash 
is probably the best thing that you can do for a charity. You go to you talk about a stock. Stock. I prefer stock. Uh, stock's good. But what I'm saying is, if you're going to go to a food bank, you're better off giving them cash because they can allocate it more efficiently than you can. Yes. As opposed to you know giving them some cans of beans and Correct. dry foods and yeah, those g- types g- of things. Give the food so. to, to the to the homeless person or in the gloves and the socks to the person. Give the cash to the charity. Um, right? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That's so, right. Tim, uh, please, what message do you want to get out to our millions of listeners here on Hi-Fi Radio? It's an international podcaster show now, I must share yeah. with you. Don't get nervous. Um, <laughs> what message do you want to get out? How can we better help you? Yeah, well, I mean, what you'd said, those are some of the vehicles, Wolf. I mean, that's absolutely right. And the, the great thing about youth employment services, and yes, is that the impact is, is profound and immediate. I mean, we see change that can happen that day. We're very wow. good at um, our stewardship. We, you know, anyone who donates, we give them full reporting and everyone knows where their money is going. And we do get government funding, but it's not enough. I mean, sometimes we have youth coming to us who are hungry, who can't even afford to get to the free training, even though we'll uh, pay them once they're in our training. But we need these extra wraparound supports. And the other thing that we've raised money for was uh, mental health um, supports as well, which has been really profound again during COVID. So the vehicles that you said are, are some of them. They're cash, stock, yeah. life insurance. Yeah, legacy. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and again, as I say, there's there's few organizations that have such an important and, and immediate uh, impact. And, and as I say, it, it, it created, I mean, we change lives of tens of thousands per year. And that one person has a sister or a brother or a family or a community. So really it changes the lives of millions because employment, as we all know, is, is everything. It's mental health. It's putting food on the table. It's, it's you know, personal prosperity that can lead, as you said earlier, to you know, hundreds of thousands that managed well. And we actually even teach financial literacy and a bit of that as well. But very, I would say very high return on investment when you get someone a job. Exceptionally high. The other well, question, to that point, in fact, yeah, we've yeah, done the entrepreneurs. studies. I'm waiting, sorry, I interrupt. I want you to jump to the entrepreneurs. So, so, yeah. so the entrepreneurial individual who doesn't have grade 12 education. They exist out there. Oh, yeah. And t- so what do you do to get them started? Because your, your, your staff gave me a quick rundown. It's yeah. powerful. Please. Yeah, very powerful. You got 60 I mean, seconds First for of this. all, the, yeah, the ROI, it's, it's for every dollar, we return three to the economy in, in tax revenues and in, in spending and redu- reduction on social services. So it's impactful. But entrepreneurs, you're absolutely right. I mean, there's some some barrier youth who, you know, even went the wrong route in their in their life and might be, you know, you know selling drugs for, for one, you know, yeah. extreme example, but they're good entrepreneurs. Sure. We've got people or who are just good people and just didn't have the route or the family background or the mentorship. Uh, they come into our program. We've got this BizStart program. It's a little more intense, six months. Again, they're paid to attend. Yeah. Where they they're develop paid to their, attend. Yeah. And they develop their entrepreneurial skills. And we've seen people just prosper because uh, entrepreneurship, even if you end up in a big business, that skill set is so important to have that entrepreneurial mindset. So yeah, we've, uh, we're very proud of that. No, it's a powerful mindset. Again, mindset is everything in life. Yeah. I don't care what you do, but if you're good at it, you have a mindset yeah. around it, whatever it, and if you're an entrepreneur, that's just it. But to set up a business, there are some legal processes, accounting processes that an entrepreneur doesn't want to get engaged in. They want to wash windows. They want to cut grass. They want to build something, do something. And again, just the other day, in my, I live in an affluent neighborhood, so you will get solicitors at the door uh, for lawn services. And sure enough, a, a youth showed up at my door and said, uh, excuse me, sir, my name is Joe, and uh, I'm, a, I, I'm involved in landscaping. Can I give you a quote? I said, my kids take care of it. I'm good, but thank you. Total respect yeah. to knock on my door yeah. in cl- plain clothes and have the nerve to ask me to, to hire him. Yeah. And he will build a business that way. Yeah. I remember having a lawnmower as a kid pushing around the neighborhood cutting grass. I'm, uh, kids do it. it, it yeah. you know, there's a lot of ways to make money. It's just getting started. Yeah. Is half the battle. Yeah, exactly. That's what the show's all about. We're here to help you get started. And then from cradle to grave, we can take care of you. Friends, please have a great weekend. Don't drink and drive. Help those who have less than you. The show's all about that, and we're here to help you. 
Call us anytime, WolfgangKlein.com, TheWolfOnBayStreet.com. Jack Hartle, my partner, also portfolio manager. When clients hire us, well, they end up with two portfolio managers for the price of one. It's a great deal, I think. Have a great weekend. We'll speak to you next Saturday right here. Same bad time, same bad channel. Hi-Fi Radio, 640 Toronto. You've been listening to Hi-Fi Radio with Wolfgang Klein and Jack Hartill, portfolio managers at Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management. For questions about today's show or any questions about money, email Wolf and Jack at WolfgangKlein.com. Hi-Fi Radio, for the love of money. Join us again next week. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment.